0: Any hoodles. Um, so, welcome back to Oh, Here's a Little Marketing for you. I'm Ellen Cernko. I forgot to say my name. <laughs> I'm Ellie Hicks.
1: And I'm also Ellen Cernko. <laughs> oh, wait, am I reading am I reading the wrong script? I'm also John Young. <laughs>
0: Thanks for that. So, each week we talk about how to get the most out of your marketing as a small business or nonprofit organization. And this week we are going to continue discussing content audits. So last week, we talked about what is a content audit, and then we also talked about why you should perform one. So if you didn't listen to part one and um, you're not familiar with content audits, I recommend starting with that one. Um, But we talk about how content audits go beyond just the content on your website. It could also be social media content, email marketing, photos, videos, graphics, the whole shebang. Um, And then we list quite a few of the reasons why we think content audits are worth it. Um, there are more as well. And if you read our recap blog on this, on the previous episode, then you'll also see links to some articles that we think are helpful to continue your education on content audits.
2: a little bit of a review.
0: Anything else that you guys want to make sure that we mention from episode one?
1: Are you saying we're supposed to do recap blogs on all our, on the blogs that we host because or the podcasts we host? Because I remember hosting one and I never did a... Recap hey, blog on
2: that. I do too. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> I keep seeing it on my to dos, I'm like, that's not really important. It's like twenty episodes ago.
2: <laughs> yeah, now yeah. it's irrelevant.
0: <laughs> we I got behind there for a hot second and I was like, Oh no, I should probably keep up with these because I told Ellie that I would do those recap blogs instead of like writing normal blogs for the site moving forward. So
1: No, oh, I just do neither. So
0: that's yeah, also. That's okay. I really need to
1: start. I really need to start setting a better example for you guys.
0: <laughs> what is anyway, it? Um, maybe, that,
1: maybe that can be do as episode. I say, not as I do. Gosh. It's one hundred. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm gonna, when I get new business cards, that'll be on there.
2: I actually saw you changed the due date of that. Like, I got notified of it for your recap vlog. and I, like, actually laughed out loud because I, <laughs> like, I completely, like, forgot about it. And it was, like, episode seven recap vlog. and it's, like, this is, ep- we're on episode 24?
1: <laughs> this is 24, yeah. Yeah, so. so. all right. <laughs> but,
2: you but, you know, we'll, Thankfully, we'll I'm not there. in the
1: rotation of actually hosting these because otherwise, ones yeah. would be, would just be, miss- seven would be missing, 10, 13, 16, 19. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> Better,
0: Better when you than wanted never, to though, be, you know? And then you got, mad at me because you weren't and then i was like you probably shouldn't be
1: you're 100 percent right i mean the the, the <laughs> amount of times that you guys have been 100 percent right about my work output is is uh constantly amazing
0: there are times <laughs> that we have been wrong but in this one moment all yeah being right so it's a yeah
1: problem. i wrote, there, there was a week where i wrote like three blogs in one weekend
0: yes yeah that was, was you were amazing on an airplane and you were like Here yeah they are. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go on
2: airplanes well, more yeah Let's go see. on another Maybe. trip john
1: uh yeah, right before Thanksgiving. I'll be on another plane trip. So I'll catch oh, up perfect. on
2: that then. Yeah, so we'll be and... in
1: episode like thirty-seven when I'm writing episode seven recap.
2: Perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right.
0: So this week, um, so in just to recap the recap, <laughs> the first week we talked about <laughs> What is a content audit and why you should have it. Um, And this week we're going to talk about the logistics of who should perform a content audit and then how to actually run one. And we're going to – I have at least one actual example of how you can do this. And then if we have time, we may do a second one. Um, But who knows? Maybe this will be an episode that's actually less than an hour.
1: Um, It's going to be because I'm going to be leaving it in uh, 30 minutes. So
0: Okay, let's go. Um, So first and foremost (laughs) – who should perform the audit um so this isn't really a straightforward answer just like every question that we answer on this podcast um but it starts with depending on what kind of audit it is um so going back to our brainstorming episode sorry my brain stopped working for a second um if you haven't listened to that brainstorming episode um we talk about who should be in the room and it's really you know whoever it's going to be directly affecting um, and then who's going to be, um, you know, maintaining that work moving forward. So I would say that would be a good thing to remember when you're trying to determine who should be in the room for the audit, um, who is directly working with the content and then um, who is going to be affected by that content audit. You guys have anything to add to that?
2: Yeah. I also think it just kind of depends on what your goals are too, because it could be a smaller audit, or it could be something where you're like completely trying to overhaul something, or you're changing some kind of direction, or, you know, it, it is something that requires collaboration. But if it's just like, you know, if you're in charge of your marketing, or, you know, you just want to make sure that you are, your presence is consistent and, you know, you're just curious about what's out there, um, it, also wouldn't hurt just to kind of go through it yourself if that is something that you are in charge of. So I think it kind of, like I said, just kind of depends on your goals as well.
1: Yeah, I think uh, it'd be helpful if if not, maybe not the decision maker within your company, but like a decision maker, because that's going to be helpful to kind of drive that conversation and also be helpful to have whoever is actually going to be, you you said it, Ellen, but the the person that's going to be helping get all this content or get answers. So it might not be the person that has all the answers, but it's the person that's going to collaborate with whoever else needs to to get the answers. It's like a you, It'd be a you of our of their team. It's true. You have some of the answers, but you know how to give the rest of the answers.
0: Yes, I would also Sometimes. say adding to that, if you um, are partnering with a digital marketing company um, and you have access to like an account manager that you can hire for like one off like consultation hours or just like content work, I would hire them for a few hours to help you set up the organizational system of the content audit to make sure that it's something that's going to work for you and your team. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes like when you're like in the thick of it, I think it can be hard to look at everything and go, okay, how should I organize this? Because like you're, you're like in the middle of it. Um, so it's helpful to have an outside perspective when you're doing something like this. You think of it like the IRS auditing you, only way less scary. Uh,
1: let's not think of that. Let's not. Yeah, do let's that. not. Don't bring that bad karma on me. I pay my taxes. <laughs> wink, wink.
0: You better. <laughs>
1: mm, I pay them sometimes.
0: Okay. You're listening. Um. So I pay
1: I pay my sales tax, like when I buy sandwiches.
0: Hmm, that's well, taxes, right? Yeah, that's yeah, good. See, that works. Those. That's enough. Yeah. Was it? Is it Michigan that doesn't have a sales tax on food? Well There's a couple
1: states that don't have sales taxes at all.
0: I think so because what? when my roommate moved to Ohio, she was like, what is this extra charge on my grocery bill? And I was like, taxes. And she was like, wow. I'm going back to Michigan. And I was like, don't do that. And she didn't. You can also get she ten cents Ohio. for a
1: 10 cents to recycle a bottle. Michigan's really the bee's knees. It's
0: true. We should all go to Michigan. It's really cold.
1: Right. <laughs> Not now. It's lovely now. Ugh.
0: All right, so moving on to how to actually run a content audit per usual. I have a step-by-step process. Um, This one only has six steps. It's less than the brainstorming process. Um, Please do it. So there are two options when you go to run a content audit. You can run one manually or you can utilize a software. Um, Software is particularly helpful if you're doing like a website content audit because it can organize all of your URLs. You can put in the parameters for what you're looking for. The whole shebang um hubspot actually put together an excellent list of options um some of they they vary in prices and in abilities but i'll link that in the recap blog just so you can dive into that if you'd like um but there are basically six steps to running a content audit whether you're doing it manually or you're utilizing software the first one is no surprise what is your goal second step is gathering relevant pieces of content the third step is reviewing those pieces of content, utilizing your goal and the parameters set by that goal. Step four is organizing by what is approved, what should be removed, what should be updated, and what is needed. Step six is create a process for removal, updating, and creating. And
2: I just that was step five. Or step five. It's okay. That was step five. We got it.
0: <laughs> Actual step six is set a goal date to complete the removal, updating, and creating. Any initial thoughts on the six steps? I
1: mean, those are great steps.
2: Great Thank steps. Thanks. They worked really. Um, I think it is important to mention. Um, just, I don't know how in depth we're going to go with this, but I really like that. Like, this is set up like an actual process because there's something that's going to come out of it. Like you don't want to waste all of your time doing this without that step six of setting a goal date to complete what it is that you want to complete. So to reach that goal. Um, So in doing this audit, you might find, okay, we need to remove this, this, and this. We need to update this, this, and this. And we need to add content about this and this. Um, if, If you find all of that, that's great. But now let's actually put that, like set that into motion and set up some deadlines to have that completed so don't let this go to waste this whole process of doing a content audit actually utilize that and get something done with it
0: yeah going back to what we said in the first um, episode of this topic is you know content audits are great um if they work into the larger goals uh and vision of your company um but sometimes content audits can just be one of those things that people will do because it makes them feel like they're being productive
1: Mm -hmm. um and
0: then you know you get to the end of this and like okay you have all this information now what um, yeah. So before you decide, like, before somebody walks into a room and is like, we're going to do a content audit because that's what you should do, um, I would encourage you to respectfully challenge that person's statement and say, well, what's the what's the bigger goal here? Um, what, what's the point in doing all of this if we're going to invest uh, person power and possibly, like, a financial investment in a software or anything like that? Um,
2: and also, like, at the very beginning – Put a goal date on this that you'd like to have this complete by. So like say like, well, I want to have the website updated with this content that I know we need and remove all of the content we don't need by this date. Like this is the date that I would like everything to be updated and relevant mm-hmm. Um, and then work from there. And if that needs to change, it needs to change. But you've at least set a plan in action. It's actually very similar. I think you mentioned it. It's very similar to like our brainstorming episode when we talked about like, Having a step-by-step plan for this and, you know, action steps that come out of it and due dates and, um, like team members responsible for different aspects. It's very similar to that brainstorming episode that we did.
0: Mm-hmm. And if you're not sure, or if you're feeling unsure about how to set goals, um, we have a, we have an episode on that.
1: And we have episodes on all the things. Yeah, I mean, we, well, we do are on just,
0: that.com. We are Great. St-
1: Let's say we ass. are a smart crew, but you guys come up with the ideas and I just sit here for them.
0: So. <laughs> Not even true. So it's, it's a team effort. Oh,
1: true okay. True team effort. Good.
0: And
2: you're included in that team, John. You're the reason thanks, the guys. team exists, so <laughs> thanks for that. That's true. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Every
1: every two weeks, I'm reminded of how how awesome my team is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so I wanted to go through an example of something that I think um, – Shadowed Out Design is included in this and most of our clients are included in this of reviewing team photos um, or just reviewing photos that you use for your company as a whole. Um, so photos, like actual photos of the people that are working in your business are so great. Mm-hmm. Stock photos are great when you're in a, in a pinch and you don't have anything else or you're just getting started with your website. You don't have time to get a photographer scheduled, whatever it is. there are There is a time and place for stock photos. Um, stock photos are not the long-term solution in my personal opinion. Um, so <laughs> what?
1: Did a cat just die at your, at your house?
0: Oopsies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you didn't hear that loud thunk?
0: Oh, I think my glasses hit my, no, that was me.
1: Oh no, that was Ellie. Oh. It yeah, was definitely
0: me. I thought when I took my glass, I thought you were talking about me. What happened? No, no. Did you? No, my phone fell onto my microphone, so. Oh, wow. I missed all that like it was like Um, I was just really in the zone about my um monologue about photos I know it's okay just keep just keep powering anyway um, getting getting back on that um so team photos are one of those things I'll, I'll just say quickly that there are some businesses that they're like oh I started my business and I took photos so now I'm good for the next 20 years that's not true um I really think it's good to have updated team photos like In my perfect world, they would happen like every year or two, but Mm -hmm. you know, I think an appropriate goal is every like three to five years you would be updating your team photos. Um, But if your website is photo heavy um, or you have like very specific like team member contact information or something like that, that's going to change when people join your team or leave your team, um, then you really need to make sure you're staying on top of those as well. Um, But. For our example, we're gonna we are going to audit team photos. Any thoughts before we get started? I don't have um,
2: any thoughts. On, no well, thoughts on I don't have any thoughts on that. <laughs> I just think it's really funny if I can interject to this opinion when, like, you can clearly tell, like, even if it's um, like employees' headshots, that headshot was taken like in the '80s or something. Like, I have literally seen that before, where it's like very yeah. clear that that photo was taken, you know, maybe when that particular person had hair and now he doesn't. And it's because it's been 30 years, you know, um, <laughs> not talking about you, John. Okay. Um, but it is, it's just really funny hair. when the, when the photo is very clearly an old photo, not even just what the person look like, looks like, but like the quality of the photo too, or you can just tell like, okay, that was taken a very long time ago. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, well that kind of defeats the purpose of even having a photo of that person on the website because they don't look anything like that now. So,
0: or even like team photos where, you know, you have the batch of people that are still around from the photo shoot that you did five years ago. And then you also mm-hmm. have a batch of people that were around from the photo shoot you did photo shoot you did three years ago. And then one year ago, like, I think it's also good to make sure that like something is consistent, that it looks, it looks clean. Um, mm-hmm. So, keeping that in mind as well. So, we're going to talk about that. I think when we get
1: together, we should do one of those um, like we all wear white shirts and khakis on a beach team photo. Oh
0: my gosh. Like a, like, a up, like a family photo. Like a jump. We'll just go to JCPenney and. Yeah. Are JC still JCPenney's around?
1: Probably. I
2: don't know. And we'll but do all like, I a heard family from... photo. <laughs> all I heard from that was John wants to take us to a beach. So, that's what Sounds I got from great. that comment. I will wear khakis if it means I get to go to the beach. Right.
1: Yeah, the one at Fairfield Commons. And, yeah, Fairfield Commons, Dayton Mall, Total Crossing, tons of JCPenney's. Perfect. Excellent.
0: All right, so getting back into our example. So the situation is your team's photos throughout your website, social media, print marketing, PR collateral, et cetera, is five years old. The pictures have people that no longer work at your company, and many people look different than they did when those were taken. You also don't have any pictures of your new team members. Feel like mm-hmm. I'm setting up an algebra problem.
2: I know for a tenth grader, Jimmy <laughs> so had nine watermelons.
1: <laughs> I'm driving to Chicago at fifteen miles an hour.
2: No, I hated those.
0: <laughs> all right, so that's the situation. Um, first and foremost, we are going to determine our goal. So our goal is to have relevant and consistent images across all marketing and communications efforts, along with a solid process for keeping these updated in the future. So is there anything that you guys would edit or add to that goal
2: by this no, I date? Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. Set <laughs> a date that we're going to be done. But I, I also, I like that you said with the solid process of keeping these updated in the future. Cause you know, we've, we've done that uh, as we've grown and, and contracted and, and added and et cetera. It's not something that we think about. Like, so all our, all our staff photos are on proposals. They're on our about page. Uh, they're on blog posts that those people have written. So you know, you don't think of, you know, this I didn't think of when I first started the business that I did have employees, let alone be losing and then adding more employees and et cetera, et cetera. So that's not a process that I really had in place when I started out. So having a, having a system in place of if this, then this, you know, if, if mm-hmm. employee needs to go somewhere else, uh, we take all their blog entries and rework them and take out anything that's personal about pages, proposals, print collateral. We don't, we don't personally I have a lot of print collateral, but we have some, but we, uh, I think we on purpose didn't put team photos on print collateral because of, uh, the fact that since we don't go through very much, it seems silly to have a bunch of photos on print collateral. Cause we, you know, when we buy them, we don't use a bunch of them. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's my end of my thought. As <laughs> usual, I just stopped like 75% of the way through a sentence and then stop. It's
2: fine. I mean, it made no, sense. Fair. So thanks. Agreed.
0: I, we actually have a client that's really well, – so um, talking about that solid process for keeping these updated, I'll give a shout out to Rocking Horse Community Health Center in Springfield, Ohio. They are excellent at keeping their photos up to date when they have new team members that join their team. Um, they always have a consistent background. They always have a consistent – like. some of them might be like a little bit of a different like uh, length away from the, commu- the camera, but for the most part, they look basically all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really great because I think, especially as like a health center, it's really important for people that want to go to your health center to see the person that's going to be taking care of them. Um, so good job, rocking horse.
2: Yeah. And for it to be Gold updated, star. it's really important, especially if I'm just yep. seeking something out and I go to their website looking for these providers. Like if you're not on the website, I don't know you exist. Mm-hmm. So how do I know I can get what you're providing? Cause maybe it's somebody who provides something that these other people don't, or maybe those other providers on the website aren't accepting new patients or whatever it might Mm be. So that's the importance of um, keeping it current, I guess. And Mm -hmm. they do, yeah, they do a really good job. And they have quite a few too, so.
0: All right, so we have established our goal. Our first step is to gather all the relevant pieces of content. So I really wanted to do images for this because I think people don't realize until they – go through this process that people end up having pictures like everywhere like you have them in random emails you have them in random Google Drive folders some of them only live on Facebook um, some of them only live on your website so you know I was recently working with a client that I was like oh I'd I'd love to use these images like from your site like where do they live and she was like I have no idea. Like I have, <laughs> I have zero idea. Um, so it may be as easy as just reaching out to the photographer that took those and saying like, hey, can you get these? Um, or it may be, you know, like somebody took them on their iPhone and you need to reach out to them and ask them to get them there. Um, but the goal is basically to just get everything that you have into one centralized folder for all of your approved marketing pictures um, and create a folder – and determine who all from your team will be able to identify and gather images to put into that folder. Um, so Young's is really good about having all of their photos in like that big folder that you have. I know you've talked about wanting to like reorganize it, but they all are right there. So like most of them, <laughs> like all the big ones that you use are all right there. Like the one of Scarlet Considering- going down the slide and the cow right. and... You know, like the Yeah, staples. I created a, a,
1: a, Flickr, a Flickr album. So not only could we find the images that we use often regularly, but when media outlets say, do you have an image of pumpkins or kids eating ice cream? I say, here, ch- you choose what works best for your format. That's mm-hmm. why mo- mainly why I did that was for that because we dad had a folder called email photos. And before our Google Drive, we, had, we were using Dropbox. And basically he would just... Uh, that was his folder of go-to images, and so I took those images, mean, found the highest resolution versions, put them on Flickr. So they're open in the public. I mean, some people randomly happen onto them every once in a while, uh, but that's mm-hmm. that's why we did that. And there's considering the size of our organization, the amount of time we've taken photos, we do do a pretty good job of organizing them. But there, you know, I was talking to Rachel this morning about our fla- flavor photos. Some of them are more recent and look good. Some of them were done with like a know, Polaroid and someone scanned it from a, you know, like this far away on a scanner and it doesn't, doesn't look as great as others. So we're, we're a pretty visual media uh, company, so we need to have good, good photos. Mm -hmm.
0: And, you know, pulling them together is not, and I'm going to get more into this with review and organize, like you may be tempted to think like, oh, well. I don't plan on using that picture because it's outdated, so I'm not going to pull it in. But I would encourage you to still pull it in because it may be the inspiration for like recreating that picture in a more up-to-date format in order to use moving forward. Or you may be able to use it as a throwback. Um, So really take this seriously when you're gathering everything together. Don't exclude anything. Like This is not the sorting time. This is just the gathering time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then create. Whatever process of organization is going to work best for your team. So this could look like a spreadsheet. It could look like a Figma board. It could look like any other organizational chart that works for you guys. I would encourage you to have it in a digital format. (laughs) Um, Not just, you know, like on a big whiteboard or something. Um, But whatever's going to work for your team to determine where each picture currently is used. And I just had a John sentence. That was the end of my sentence. Um, I'm
1: sorry, I'm infecting all of you. <laughs> well, just determine where each brain. picture
0: is currently utilized in your marketing so that you can say, okay, yes, this is used on the homepage. It's also used in this print piece. Like, So you have some sort of an idea of where this image lives.
1: Yeah, this is the most painful order? part of any process is yeah. organizing. The, because mm-hmm. you, you, no one wants to do it. No one wants no. to clean their house. No one wants to reorganize their closet. So, But once you get it done and you stick with that process, like your life is much better. Oh, yeah. So, that's that's why i put off for two winters now the sorting of the young's photos because i don't want to because it's yep. just going to be tedious and boring and awful once it's done everyone's going to love it including me so just just pull the band-aid off and do it and now in 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 terms of our process that we're talking about that would be the time to do it at least kind of start the process
0: mm-hmm. and you may like like oh gosh this is gonna sound so cheesy i actually got this from a client like. You may start this process, but you're not ready to finish it yet. And that's okay. Like set a time to come back to it. Like if you start the process and then you get really busy with client work or something like that, like, you know, we talk about this all the time, like ultimately like updating my client's website is a higher priority than updating my website. Um, right. So keep that in mind as well that just because like you may start it and you don't, you don't finish it that time. It's Okay. Write down some notes of where you were at, and then set yourself a, a goal date of when you want to try and 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 revisit this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I've but, done that
1: next January twice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'll do that next January. Twelve yep. months from now is when I'll do it.
0: So, and maybe you know, ask for an accountability buddy. Ask somebody like, "Hey, can you can
2: you ask me <laughs> that is hilarious. if I did this?" I've never this? heard that, that of, term
1: before. That's account
2: great. Accountability buddy. buddy.
1: I'm writing writing that down.
2: That really just like flows off the tongue too. Accountability buddy. It does. Um, It's from my days as a young life leader. Fun fact. (laughs) Accountability
0: buddy. Um, So yeah. Keep that in mind as well. So now we're moving on to the part where it kind of gets a little bit more fun and less painful than trying to find everything. But it's the actual process of reviewing and organizing. Um, So First, you're going to want to determine any images that include old team members that cannot be edited um, that need to be removed. Um, so I feel like there are also, you know, each each industry, each business is going to be a little bit different. There may even be like subfolders to that of like pictures you can never use again because like something happened with the people in there. Either they they no longer work for the company or whatever and you're not going to use those images at all. There may mm-hmm. be other pictures that you know, like maybe there's a picture of somebody that retired or you know they just like moved on in a good way, and you're like, oh, I could see myself using this again, like I said, for like a throwback or something like that. So or like the they're like- not
2: like a main part of that photo. They're just kind of in the background, but there were no issues. So it's not really that big of a deal if they're in just like a background. like a photo that isn't like a main part of your marketing materials. Yeah.
0: Like if you're throwing together like a social media post for like, Oh, we've been in business for ten years, here's a picture of the team from each year. Like yeah, and you wanna have that and there are old team members in it. Um, right. keep that in mind as well. So um in this process, you're also going to determine if any of the pictures can be reused. So maybe this is like an action shot of the team. So a good example of this would be like, you know, maybe Young's employees like scooping ice cream. Um, like, you know, if maybe you can't really see their face or it doesn't really matter if they still work at Young's at all um, anymore, then you could utilize that if it's just like a good picture. Um, another good example would be like um, we have a client that they um, – They're a medical office. And so, like, there's a picture of them, like, working with a patient, um, like a pretend patient. It's not a real patient, but it's a really good, like, action shot that they'll be able to use. And you can't really see the employee's face. So, like, you can just, it's just a good picture to use because it's in their (laughs) office and it looks legit and all that fun stuff. So, once you have reviewed and organized, then you're going to create a process for removing, updating, and creating. So, first and foremost, Once you're able to take stock of everything that's there, I would make a list of all the new photos that need to be taken. Um, So definitely headshots are probably one of the top priorities, especially if you have a list of employees on your website. And Mm -hmm. um, I guess like a side note, you, you don't have to list your employees with pictures and descriptions and everything on your website, especially like if you are in a pretty large organization or... You know, if you just like you see turnover um, because of the industry that you're in, like we have one client that like they basically they hire their employees for them to move on to like bigger and better things. So they're only going to be with them for two years anyway. Um, so they like, keep in mind, you, you don't have to have them. But if you're going to have them, I would recommend they be consistent. And then you have a process that you can repeat in the future when you have new employees. Um, <clears throat> I'll give a small shout out. To Annette Ferrero, we've talked about her before. She's an excellent photographer in Ohio. Um, if you're looking for somebody to take pictures um, and that will be around in the future for you to have them take pictures of your team, recommend reaching out to her. Um, on this list, you may also have, like, action shots or product pictures, etc. cetera. Um, so I had one client that actually worked with Annette, and she um, kind of basically set up, like, these different scenarios to create, like, um, themed galleries for different services that this client provides. Um, so, you know, like we have a whole bunch of pictures of her like running because, you know, exercise is something that's really important for her business. And then we have a whole series of pictures of her just meeting with clients and a whole series of pictures of her, um, making a salad in the kitchen. So there are these pictures that like on like the really professional cool websites, you don't necessarily notice, because they work so flawlessly into the design of the website, but you more so notice them if they're not there, if that makes Mm. any sense.
1: Yeah. And a a great photographer like Annette will will help you think through those things as well. Like a marketing team like ours would help you think some of those ideas. But working with Annette over the years, I I know she's always thinking about stuff like that. Even when she does our family photos, she asked me and Kelly if we want to do like a couple of headshots to update our respective websites. So Mm -hmm. she's constantly thinking beyond this is the thing, the specific thing that I was hired for. So this is what I need to get. It's thinking like, well, what else can we use this time for? So Mm -hmm. you talk about like product pictures or action shots. That's something that you wouldn't think of. Like I'm just hiring a photographer to get a headshot, but she's going to be like, well, you're going to use photos in other places. So let's just take some other photos that might make sense in the future, even if they don't make sense this second. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Agreed. So after you've made your list of all the new photos that need to be taken, next step would be identifying and booking a photographer. Um, There are lots of really great photographers in Ohio. We just, we always like to give a shout out to Next. We know that she does really good work. Um, And then that photographer may also have things that they recommend that you add to the list. Um, So keep that in mind as well, like what John said. Um, They live in this world, so they they know it better than you do and than we do. Um, So after you identify and book a photographer – Please notify your employees as far in advance as possible and set expectations for the photos. Um, so if you want them in any certain color scheme, um, you know, if the if they don't already have that available, um, maybe have a, a frank conversation with them of you know what we're gonna allocate, you know, fifteen dollars for each person to go get a shirt in this color. If you could do that, that'd be great, thanks. Or if you're going to have them all wear, like, company apparel, then that would be an option as well. Um, But just make sure you give your employees, like, time and space, especially if it's going to be on your website for, like, a long time. Like, this is an opportunity that you can use to create team camaraderie, or you can just stress people out because they are not excited about their face being on the internet. So keep that in mind as well. And then last – my throat is getting really dry from talking. (laughs) Just a little pause there. Um, Last point I have under creating a process is to assign appropriate team members to remove, replace, and add photos across all marketing and communications collateral once you've completed everything else. So once you've taken the new photos and all that fun stuff. Um, So again, that probably goes back to the person that maybe put this together um, because they're the ones that are going to be – Dealing with the uh, repercussions is not the word I'm looking for.
1: Dealing with the ramifications.
0: They're the ones that are going to be impacted by these new pictures being a part of your company. So make sure that, you know, they're the ones that are removing, replacing and adding the new photos wherever they need to be. Um, This may be a graphic designer on your team or somebody else.
1: And have that, have that process be kind of documented, not just yep. in their head, like, mm-hmm. like like a lot of my processes are. So if I were to get hit by a wagon today, you guys would all be in a little, little mini black hole. So have, have those processes <laughs> I don't want to think about that, down. anyway. I, uh, I don't want to think about it either. But yeah, having those processes written down just so someone else could step in and do it if need be.
0: Yeah. So that goes back to um, when you've gathered everything. You'll have that spreadsheet that kind of identifies where all of the current pictures are and then in that second step you will have made a list of kind of everything that's missing and so you'll probably be able to just add like another column in that spreadsheet of like where the new things need to go or something like that but yeah definitely make sure that you write down the actual process somewhere especially if like two three years down the road when you do this process again it's a different person sitting in that seat um Mm
1: -hmm. because they got hit by a wagon
0: (laughs) i liked when you said that you win the lottery instead
1: yeah, I mean that is a more positive way to look at it, I suppose. For sure. But even if I won the lottery, I'd still be here. That's nice to know. I mean, well, I guess it depends on the lottery. Like if it's a if it was like the recent one where the guy took home like,
2: like five
1: hundred million dollars after yeah. cat or after taxes.
2: Mm-hmm. Then I probably maybe. still
1: do. I probably still do the podcast because the podcast is fun. But you know the work stuff, I'd be like, now nah, let's
2: hire a couple more. Nah. people Nah, now nah. I'm gonna put that recap blog off for another few months. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm going to sell that out to someone.
2: (laughs) All right. So the last step
0: in our example is to set a goal date. So here I put that the goal would be to complete all of this in three months. And then moving forward, you would perform this audit annually on June 1st with a completion date of August 31st. It's kind of giving yourself that time. Um, And again, I would make sure that you document this entire process in a place that makes sense that your entire team can see that, that, is not your Google Drive folder that only you can access and only you know where everything lives. Um, so, either in a shared Google Drive folder with your team within Basecamp, if that's what you use, or Monday.com, or whatever it is that you're utilizing Slack. to organize your thoughts, Slack. Um.
1: <laughs> I haven't brought up Slack in too long. I felt like I needed to get it in.
0: Thanks. I appreciate it. Um, okay. So, yeah. But again, ultimately, I feel like we sound like broken records when we're saying this, but all of these things are meant to be um, a team effort that you all are utilizing to support one another, to better present your brand and your business to your... To, the, to your audience and to the world as a whole. Um, so make sure that you're documenting as much as you can, not so that somebody can micromanage you, but so that you can feel supported down the road when you get stuck or if you have a question or if somebody else needs to take over the process. It's pretty flawless um, instead
2: of yeah, somebody it's gonna, just being confused. It's going to make your life a lot easier too. So, say, like, say you did have like a big employee turnover and it it was an issue where it's like, okay, we don't want them to be in any of the marketing materials or on it on the website or anywhere. If you have all of this documented, you know, like you can look through it and know where all of those pictures live. And if like, you know, say if you were just doing it by, okay, I'm going to just scroll through the website and make sure that um, this employee's face isn't anywhere in the website um but you happen to forget like oh that flyer is going out every so often with that person just because you didn't see it if you have all of that documented from this audit and from these changes if you know everything that you changed you can use that almost as a checklist so not even having to wait until that new audit comes up but if you do have to make any changes in that year's span of time you have it all written out right there so you're not going to miss anything and it just makes your life so much easier
0: Agreed. All right. I also
1: agree.
0: Any other thoughts on content audits before we move on? Content audits are great. If you have the questions end. or need <laughs> help organizing one, shameless plug for shoutoutdesign.com.
1: Agreed. Agreed. If you go to we, uh, we have thoughts on that.com, it goes right to Ellen's page. So you can contact her directly.
2: Love that. Not in the next two weeks, though. She'll be gone.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Don't bother. Yeah. Don't bother. We were instructed this morning that she'll quit if we talk to her. During, yeah. During I did
2: not say that I would quit. She
1: uh, did. That's she threatened. Tim
0: it. may not be very happy with me.
2: I heard the threats. So. They they were very real.
0: Yeah. Okay. John, what we'll <laughs> grinds your gears? Uh,
1: the term accountability. You said you <laughs> liked it. Oh. Uh. No. No, I was kidding. Um. So, uh, thinking through what we just talked about. The thing that grinds my gears is, uh, and I, um, I I I get this way as as well, not trusting the process that we're a part of. So if someone says this is something that we're going to be we're going to be doing, um, it might not be something you want to do. Like no one wants to do a content audit. Ellen maybe might want to do a content audit just because she likes spreadsheets and this is very spreadsheet heavy yeah. and organization <laughs> and f- folders and files and stuff like that. Um, but th- even if you didn't want to go through a content audit, something positive will come from it. Um, even if you didn't want to re- redesign your website, something positive will come from it. I've been to many business conferences, many you know, hour-long talks where like the topic seems interesting and the speaker starts with like, all right, everybody, clap your hands and wave and shake hands with the person next to you. And You're already like checked out of what this person has to say. There will be something positive that that, that person says that you can take back to your back to your work so um i've written this down usually into sort of like four momentum will result in positive change whether the entire process is positive or just a little piece of it so like just trust that the process that you uh you're getting yourself into will create something happy for you in the end even if it's grinding your teeth for the entirety of the project and then getting to the end like okay i'm glad our photos are up to date i hate that we went through it but our photos are up to date now so Mm -hmm. that's better than what it was
2: are you telling people to
0: look at a situation with the glass half full
1: i see i didn't want to say i didn't want to say that because i figured you'd make fun of me so i allowed you to it was a softball to ellen this is this is never glass half full john being glass half full for just a just a moment in time
2: i appreciate that and we Did got you it feel on like recording. That? That's great.
1: Well, I can always yeah. cut it out. <laughs> okay. It'd just be, well,
2: grinds,
1: it just be what grinds my gears. Bump, but don't, but don't, but don't, don't.
2: Was that our outro music? Isn't that's kind
1: of how it sounds, it's, isn't it? No, sure, I mean, not I guess quite, not quite, not quite like that. I haven't listened to it in a while, but you know. all right. So that's it. That's my that's uh, that's my topic.
2: That's no, lovely. I agree. That was like, very um, positive. Um,
1: thanks.
0: Especially mm-hmm. like. I don't know if I had a full thought to this. Okay. Take a half thought. Um, But like, you know, maybe just assume that like, it's not just because people are trying to make more work for you, but because they're trying to like make your life easier down the road. And John, you kind of already said this, but I think that sometimes when somebody sees like a new project come into their lap that they weren't necessarily expecting or that, like they don't see the vision for yet, then they immediately like, just like push it to the side, but like you know, maybe take a second to hear your your team member out, hear what they have to say, um, and recognize that you know maybe you could just be helpful instead of being a pessimist about it. So, and yeah, I think not everything aim- is a
1: complete waste of time. Uh, some things are a partial waste of time, but very rarely you're going to come across something that's a complete waste of time. That would yep. be the uh, that would be the more more negative way to look at it.
2: Yep. Yeah, and I think that's the importance too of – like if you are the person in charge of this project or process, I think that's the importance of sharing the goals and like sharing the vision. Mm -hmm. Um, If you keep all of that to yourself and you're just like, hey, I need you to do this, then no one's going to get on board with that because it's just more work that they don't want to do. But if you are transparent about these goals and your vision for this, it might – it, it'll get some buy-in from your team and they might be motivated and they'll say like, okay, yeah, this is going to be great. We have an updated brand image or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, so yeah, that's takes us back to why you should set and share your goals. And I had, a, I had another thought. No. I, know you're, I know you're shocked.
0: Um, we have thoughts on this.com, but like, um, gosh, it's just, it's so frustrating. Like when, you know, that there is that team member that every single time you present something new or, like, you present a new project that you automatically know that they're going to dig their heels in. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, it just – it doesn't help anything, and it just makes everybody's life, like, more stressful. Or even that person that, like – and I'm going to call myself out on this because I think that I can be this person sometimes. (laughs) But, like, that person that always has something to say – Or, like, their two cents about how they think that this project or this process could be better instead of just saying, like, sounds great. I can help you with this and I will be a worker bee in this situation. Um, So, yeah, just having some self-reflection. Sometimes I think I could just be a worker bee and help somebody do the process instead of being like, well, I think you could do it better if you did it this way. Um, So, like, recognize that you don't always have to be the one that's, like, leading the situation. Just, like be like okay sounds good I can help you with this what can I do and like call it a day and then if somebody asks you for your opinion on it then like give it and like you know obviously don't just like let things slide when you're when you know that like saying something could help but like recognize when you can like take a back seat and just be a positive support for your team member instead of you know either being what negative a, or taking things over what an
1: amazing team we have all this happy hmm, thoughts and all this positivity all right, before, before we go Ellen I need to know what you were snacking on
0: it was a fisherman's friend, because my throat was dry. Oh, okay. All, mm.
1: right. All right, well, that thanks, ladies. Cool, cool,
0: cool. Okay, well, see smash
1: you Smash that time. like button. Yo. Smash the like button. Clark and Jen, smash that like button. See you next time.
0: Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Ope Here's a Little Marketing for You, a podcast written and produced by Shout It Out Design. Our theme song is Kill the Sun by the Cincinnati based band Motherfolk. Tune in weekly for new episodes.